Salutations, friend, and welcome to The Profit Scale. This is the podcast for service-based coaches, consultants, and creatives looking to stop living paycheck to paycheck, pay themselves more, and scale their business beyond the six-figure plateau, all without the overwhelm of 60-plus hour work weeks. I'm your host and income strategist, RJ Connell. And if you're looking to collect more coins, stop dropping coins, or grow your business sustainably, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Turn up the volume and lean in because we're about to get started. Salutations, friend. It's your favorite income strategist, RJ Connell. And in today's conversation, we're talking all about going where the big money is, and that's corporate. If you run a business that sells services B2B, which is shorthand for business to business, then you're already positioned well for today's conversation. But trust me, there is still a strategy here that will serve you and your business bank account very well. And if you currently sell B2C, which is shorthand for business to customer, but you want to make the switch into selling your services B2B, then this is definitely a conversation you want to take note of. So let's dive in because we have a lot to cover today. So before we start talking about money, the first thing we have to tackle is mindset. Now I can give you all the strategies in the world to help you increase your pricing to reflect the value of your service, to help you negotiate five-figure contracts or consistently close your ideal clients. But if you don't get your mindset right, you won't be able to get the money right. Here's what I mean by that. In the years that I've worked with clients who offer B2B services to help them set their pricing for corporate contracts, there's one obstacle that I have seen consistently. This obstacle shows up before I give them their pricing strategies and it shows up during and once in a while it still shows up after. It's the reason why you may see your competitors charging double the rates that you do and you still struggle to raise your prices to what you know you could be earning. It's not a lack of clients or opportunities, and it's not even because of the fear of rejection. So what's the obstacle? It's that you haven't given yourself permission to prosper. You see, when you pursue corporate contracts, you step into a whole new level of income opportunities. You're now dealing in a realm where one contract can immediately turn you into a six-figure business overnight. You're dealing with the big money, upwards of five figures per client. And as amazing as that sounds, it can also bring to light our insecure beliefs about money. Beliefs like, if I charge thousands of dollars, they'll go with someone cheaper. Beliefs like, I want to make sure I'm charging my worth. Or beliefs like, I don't need to earn hundreds of thousands of dollars, I just need enough to survive comfortably. Friend, these misbeliefs are often so deep-rooted and buried that you might not even notice they're there. You might find yourself struggling at the mere thought of pitching your service for $25,000, and you can barely identify why. All you know is that the sound of asking someone to pay you that much money makes your heart race, your palms sweat, and your voice shake. It's enough to make you want to immediately offer them a discount, And God forbid they say it's out of their budget. Then what do you do? Do you drop your prices? And if so, by how much? And will that make you look bad if you initially asked for more, but now you're willing to accept less? Friend, 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 I get it. And I'm chuckling because I literally know what that feels like. These are conversations I have with my clients on a regular basis. And I want you to know that if you've had this experience, or maybe you're having it right now with a potential client, 
then you're not alone. However, the more time you spend in your head, the less time you spend closing those contracts and serving your clients. So we have to eliminate these destructive beliefs, limiting thought patterns, and self-sabotaging behaviors. Let's first address the misbelief that if you charge thousands of dollars, they will go with someone cheaper. Friend, pricing your services for corporate contracts is a whole new world. Most corporations only deal with contracts that are multiple five figures and above. The corporate world is not the world of shortcuts. They invest in experts and they are more than happy to pay for the best. Now, I will say that if you don't have a pricing strategy for your business, this is not the time to be selecting arbitrary numbers for your prices. Not only are you likely to underprice yourself, you're also likely to be seen as an amateur or underqualified if you do. But we're going to talk more about that in the near future. Let me use an example that I'm sure you'll be able to understand. It's pretty well known that athletes in high school and college are not paid for their skills. Although their performance in their sport can land them really well-paying endorsement deals and other monetary opportunities, they are not directly being paid by the school that they are attending to play on their teams. However, as soon as they enter into the national sports associations, whether that's basketball, baseball, or otherwise, they enter into paid contracts, many of which have more than one comma in the figures. Is it wrong for those athletes to ask to be paid at such a high level when they were happy to play in college for free? Are they greedy, money-hungry, or undeserving of the paychecks that they're now earning simply because in another context they didn't earn as much? The answer here is no. The context matters and you can't ignore that. There's a difference between playing basketball in high school versus college versus the NBA. Each context represents a different level with different expectations, with different benefits, results, and requirements, and the paychecks reflect that. Switching from B to C to serving corporate clients is a very similar situation. B2B services are a whole new level with higher performance expectations, more stringent deadlines, less leniency, a higher level of professionalism, and a very results-driven market. That's why the paychecks are also much higher, because they align with the context. The overarching point that I want to make here is that you can't compare B2C sales with B2B contracts. They are two different worlds, each with their own considerations. And so before we jump into some tips, I want to address one last misbelief, because whether or not you know it, it's probably holding your business back from growing. Friend, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You should not be charging what you're worth. I know that quote has become Instagram famous, but it doesn't apply to the world of business. When it comes to the business market, and especially the world of B2B services, you charge for the value you add, not for the value you are. That means if you're thinking to make the jump into serving B2B clients, then you have to learn how to separate the personal from the professional. Pricing your services actually has nothing to do with you, the individual. The only factors that should be involved when pricing your services are factors affecting your business and factors that affect your client's business. That's it. That also means that if you're picking your pricing right now based on numbers that feel good to you or what you think you're worth, or maybe because you saw someone else charging something similar, you're throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks and then offering discounts when nothing does. 
My friend, if that's currently what you're doing with your pricing, then the hard truth is you are not ready to make that transition. That means that there are foundational pieces that are not being factored into your pricing. And even though you may have the skill set, the mindset aspect probably still needs some work. So then where do you start if you want to make the transition to serving corporate B2B clients? How do you position yourself to be able to thrive in the corporate client world? Well, friend, as usual, I got you and I'm going to share with you three mindsets to help you thrive in the B2B world. Mindset number one, you have to give yourself permission to prosper. What I want you to take away from this is that the obstacle standing between you and the revenue you want to see in your business is in fact you. Step out of your own way and give yourself permission to earn more, charge more, show up at a higher level, serve your clients better, and collect coins in the process. The practical starting point to help you move towards permission is to do your research on the corporate clients you want to attract. Start to get a better idea of the kind of results that they're looking for, what the experience is like to work with them, and also the numbers that are usually involved in those types of contracts. The better you understand the context, the better able you'll be to operate within it and to do so confidently. Mindset number two, prepare to be rejected. I know that's not easy to hear, but you're going to get a lot of no's in between your yeses. And the better prepared you are for that, the less likely you are to let it hold you back. You've probably had experience in the corporate world already through your nine to five job. And chances are you've been on the side that happens to be dishing out the no's to potential vendors. You can use that experience to your advantage to help you understand what leads to a no so you can better align yourself for a yes. In episode eight, we talked about what to do when you're faced with a rejection, and I shared with you three different kinds of rejection to help you better identify which one you're most prone to getting. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode eight after this one. The strategies pair nicely with this mindset and will really help solidify what we're talking about today. Before we move into the third and final mindset, keep in mind that rejection isn't inherently a bad thing. It means that you're identifying what doesn't work and learning what does, and then you're leaving space for the right clients. As cliche as it might sound, you need to embrace the idea of rejection if you truly want your business to thrive. And lastly, mindset number three, money can be your ally, not your enemy. You've already given yourself permission to prosper, so this is where you start thinking about how your money can work for you. Your pricing and your money management strategies will not only support you in building the life you want to live, it can also allow you to serve your clients at such a high level that they will continue to work with you, even the corporate ones. An actionable way to apply this mindset is to write out a list of ideas about how an increase in revenue and profit can serve you, your clients, and your team better. If you need some ideas to jumpstart your list, head over to episode six and start there. In episode six, we talked about how charging more will actually allow you to serve your clients better, and it's actually been one of our most popular episodes so far. Cultivating this mindset that money can be your ally means that you need to have strategies around your money and not only your marketing. Making money in your business is one thing, but learning how to manage it and make it work for you is a whole other ballgame. So start making that shift today by getting that list together. As simple as it seems, it can make a big difference for your business. 
Today's conversation has had a huge focus on mindset over skill set because it's the invisible chain that's holding your business back from growing to where you want it to be. So let's recap today's conversation. We first talked about the fact that your mindset will negatively impact your money if you don't address it. We disproved some of the negative misbeliefs that you may currently be holding about making money and replaced them with facts that will help you create a mindset of wealth and abundance. We then covered three new mindset shifts that will not only help you make the transition into corporate clients, but will also help you thrive and serve at your highest level while doing so. Even though we've covered a lot in today's conversation, it's still just the beginning, and I want to continue supporting you as you make this shift in your business. If you've been thinking about shifting towards offering B2B services, or maybe you're already providing services to corporate clients, but you've never had a pricing strategy to make sure you're not leaving coins on the table, well then friend, I would love to chat with you to see how I can support you. My signature program, Systems at Scale, is opening up this month, and I'm now accepting applications for qualifying consultants to help you price, pitch, and close corporate contracts for your business. This is a game-changing program that has helped my clients earn over $100,000 in additional revenue, and I want to provide that opportunity for you. Head over to rjconnell.ca forward slash call to schedule a coin clarity call. The purpose of this call is for me to simply understand your business and to see how I can support you in making this transition. There's no need for you to struggle alone or to continue dropping coins in your business if you don't need to. If I don't feel that I can support you towards achieving your goals, then I'll make a recommendation for a resource that can. Friend, I am excited to connect with you and I look forward to supporting you to level up your coins, contracts, and corporate services. Click the link in the show notes or head over to rjconnell.ca forward slash call to schedule a call. As always, friend, it has been my pleasure to spend this time with you and I look forward to hearing your feedback on today's episode. Don't forget to head over to our Instagram page at RJ Connell Consulting to join the conversation about today's episode on our feed and in our stories. As usual, I will see you same time and same place next week, friend. And until then, I wish you coins, confidence, and all the bags. Bye for now.